bet some of you are wondering, God, how long is it going to bloody take? <laughs> that seems to be a reaction. Um, so I thought I'd just start with that. But there's two episodes, and this is going to be one of them, where there's a lot of exciting announcements. And I wanted to start with this one because those of you who know me personally, those of you who have listened to the podcast for God knows how many years, will know that this has been always on the horizon. It's never left my sight to read on to you, but we are finally going for it. And I've labelled this episode No More Hiding. We are officially one week out from WBFF New York, which is mental, mental. I was actually looking at doing Dallas, which is happening literally today. And I'll go into, again, I'll go into like the designs behind that. But those of you will know, like this is a big one. For me, anyway, it feels like a big thing because there has been so many times throughout my competitive journey where... I could have done it. I could have gone for WBFF. But part of me was like, I'm not, I don't feel like I was mentally ready to go there. I didn't feel like I was good enough. didn't feel like I was ready. And part of me probably made some like good legitimate excuses as well. But the other side, in addition to that, so the third element to it, was I, before go on the WBFF journey, I really wanted to feel like, I had scratched every itch that I had with other, with the other areas of the competing space. And especially after this season, that's just happened. I can't actually remember if I went into this in much detail on the last episode when I did like a show day recap. When I got maybe halfway through this prep I did at the start of the year for the bodybuilding type shows, I kind of knew that it was most likely going to be the last well maybe one of the last times I am going for these type of shows especially after the PCA overall I kind of thought geez geez Louise I it was the most surreal weird 360 experience where I just thought yeah like I feel like I've completed my mission and it might, you know, other people might be like, oh, but you know, you could go for the universe and then you could maybe try and go for your IFBB pro card. And like, what's weird now, and I would never have said this last year, and even after all the years I've done this competing, I think I've been competing since 2015, 2016, right? So about this whole time, I've never ever believed or thought that I could even stand in that sort, in those sort of lineups. Um, and feel confident within my own ability whereas after the season that's just happened I kind of stood there and thought you know what like I have not come from genetically blessed backgrounds um I have not started this as a sporty person none of this has come naturally to me but from what I have where I have come from with this and where I have gotten to already and what I have achieved I feel like I feel like I know I know that I am good enough because I can look at myself and look at what I've achieved and gone, yeah, Jazz, you have done that. Like, you have done that. You have not been the person that has always placed. You've not been the person that's always won, but I am the person that is relentless and I'll just keep going. <laughs> and I think when I look back across a lot of my years, even before competing, there's been so many times where 
you know, I've not been the best person. I've not been, um, you know, the, in terms of like the rankings, I've not been the smartest. I've not been this, I've not been that. But I've been the person that has always, if I've been, ter- if, I, if something's been a no or I've been pulled back, like I will just keep, I will bounce back at some point and I will just keep chipping away. And that's how I feel like I, what I have done in this competing journey. So although there are others that have done a creating, you know, done way more, you know, they've gone to the NPO, they've got their pro cars, they've got this, they've got that. Like, I feel so, I feel like I can leave the bodybuilding side right now. And this is the beauty of competing, right? So it's, it's shut. I can open, but it's not locked. Like I can, I've shut that door. I feel like I've accomplished everything and more that I ever, ever expected to achieve. And a conversation that I had with Joan about May sort of time, I said to him, I was like, I could keep going in the bodybuilding side, but I don't feel like there's anything right now. There's nothing more that, like, if I you know, if I went for another pro qualifier, if I went for PCA finals or did something, you know, just went for something else in that sort of side of the industry, I don't know if I would be gaining anything more because I've already gained so, I've already surpassed everything I ever, ever imagined and thought I would do. I've proved to myself that I can go, I can you know, I can hang with those girls. I've proved to myself that I can get to that level of condition, come out the other side. Like I've proved so many things to myself. And then I kind of said to Joe, I was like, well, I didn't actually mention WFF actually in May. My focus really was getting into recovery state, um, enjoying that. And I've learned so much over these years of how many times I've done this and the research I've done behind like the post-show stage and everything like that I just wanted to enjoy it because I know that back in 2018 I would not have believed that I would be able to do this again and do it so well and learn so much about myself and it got to about when was it it got to about June mid-June and I've been doing a lot of thinking lately and a lot of changes are happening really good changes some changes are uncomfortable some changes feel strange but like in the totality of my life right now, I feel like there's so many things that are changing and exciting. And I'm really pushing myself so many different avenues, not just competing wise, but just like as a as an individual. And I kind of sat there and I thought, especially when I came back from, from New York as well, mid-May. And especially after I did w, um, sorry, I did a Miami Pro mid-May. Doing that Miami Pro show, I thought, oh, it feels good to get to be back here. It feels good to be back into the fitness model side. And I thought, uh, oh, contemplating it. And I thought, nah, I'm not. I just thought I'm gonna sit on it. Because I thought either way, it's not gonna change anything because I'm still reversing out, I'm still gaining weight, like nothing like that's gonna change. And then I got as I got to about mid-June, and I kind of thought to myself, I can keep pushing this WBFF thing back. Or I can just go for it now. And I think I've done that with quite a few different things. And the next episode will probably explain that a bit better. But there are things, I think we all do this, that we just push back. We go, oh, we'll do that next year. We'll do that next week. We'll do that. We'll do, yeah, we kind of push it back because probably we're a bit scared. And that was definitely the thing with me with WBFF. I was scared to put myself out there. I was scared to go for it. But I just thought I needed to stop that. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just got to the point of mid-June. I thought, and keep putting this off, but I really want to go for this now. I feel like I'm mentally ready to be like, yeah, let's just fully go for this. 
go after what I want, be scared, chase my dreams, and just literally just fucking balls deep, just go for it. And I remember speaking to Joan. Um, I did it on WhatsApp, and I was like, look, I can keep putting this thing off, but I feel like right now, I feel like I'm in a really good place to just give this a go. And the beauty is, like, it wasn't, I said to Joe, whether we go for WBFF or not, it's not actually going to change anything training-wise or food-wise or anything like that, because I already knew that, like, I was still quite lean, whilst on the leaner side for WBFF. So yeah, long story short, Joe said, oh, do you know what? I think we should go for it. And I looked at all the dates. And this is when, for me, I've loved this season so far because it's been a season where I have done shows, but I do feel like I've done my season without being so selfish in the sense that it's not something I've like done directly, but especially with how busy Joe's schedule is. And, you know, I have a husband to consider. We are a team. And this is very much like back and forth. And this is like, well, you know, everyone has those things, whether it's kids or stuff at their work or anything like that. But I have done my season to fit in with our lives and with our schedule. And I looked at all the dates and I said to Joe, look, New York seems to be the only one on paper that actually makes sense. Because there was a show like in December, but that was way too far away. I'll probably be fully one off season by that point. All the other shows were clashing with when Joe's got his busiest show weekends. So I was like, it doesn't seem optimal to go anywhere else, but either Dallas or New York. And originally I did actually say Dallas to him because I knew that he'd probably enjoy Dallas a bit more, but it all happened that actually he's got a client competing this weekend. So I said to him, look, let me go for this New York show. You've got no one. Actually, he has got someone now, but it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, when I looked at the dates, well, this is the one that probably makes the most sense for us. And it's been it's been interesting because everyone's like, oh, you know, how's prep? And I'm like, it's so, I can't, I don't even know if I can call it. The, the only way that I feel like this is a prep right now is the mental side has probably been the hardest part for me because it's kind of what I've definitely learned doing this and the WBFF workshops, if you really want to understand what they're looking for, 110% go for them because I watched one of their workshops last week and it definitely, like the first thing they said is, we are nothing to do with bodybuilding. And I was like, oh, it wasn't anything shocking to me because I knew that they weren't anything to do with bodybuilding. But it's really, it's been fascinating to kind of challenge my ideas or notions around bikini. And I've spoken about this a few like weeks or months ago. And I really felt like I had a good grasp. Whereas now I'm like, damn, this is like a whole new level. And having the dilemma of, am I soft enough? <laughs> I never ever, like, when I've been saying it to people, they're like, what? Like, how is that even a thing? But with their bikini, they don't want lines. They don't want anything which is too muscular. They want something attainable. And it's made me really, like, look at myself in a different way and being like, is this look attainable? Is this, have I got too many lines? Like, I don't know, it's so interesting to go from the other side of the industry where it's basically the first thing you've got to try and do is get lean and hold on to your muscles as best as possible and then fill out. Whereas the ref- the reference points have completely gone for me. And, you know, just for, for some context, I'm five foot, I'm five foot 11, pretty much. Um, my 
kind of the rough way I was when I was in the doing PCA two bros this year was about one three four one three five ish give or take yeah. So to be up about one four eight one four nine feels mad, but what's really interesting is I've mentioned this a few times when you get to that point of prep, if you're going for like a PCA or two bros or you know, that side of the industry I call it so. Yeah, well, you're going for a bodybuilding type show and you probably get to maybe like, everyone has maybe like six weeks out or 10 weeks out and you're like, oh, I quite like this. And then you have to keep going. What's really, really interesting is the physique and the sort of weight that I always look at myself and go, oh, I can stop here, is the weight I am now, which is mad. It's actually mad to think. And what gets me really excited about the like the you know the potential of WBFF is I could I could bring a physique that I personally like to look like all the time. I know it just seems strange because you know you always I think in the bodybuilding side yeah you you kind of get taught indirectly get as lean as applicable and then go from there. Whereas it's really mad to kind of think of like well I could like, in terms of like a lifestyle the lifestyle part of me the photo shoot part of me. I don't know, it's just, I guess it's it's really crazy to think, well, I could actually step on stage like this. <laughs> I mean, this is the look that I look at myself in the mirror and go, oh, I actually like, I really, really want to stay like this. Um, I hope I'm making some sort of sense. But yeah, it's it even feels weird because you know me, girls, I like the secret prep. Whereas I knew that if I was doing this, I could not do secret. That was very tough because I think I left it a few weeks once I decided I was doing a show, I even left it a few weeks until I actually announced it. I was nervous about it because I didn't want people to think that I was like still going, staying in a prep. And this is what's been the really hard thing to try and explain to people is whether I was doing this show or not, like I'd still be doing the same things. Since my last show in May, also my bodybuilding show, 1st of May, we've had no cardio in, we've been having you know, off plan, untracked, whatever you want to call it, a meal once a week. My food is at 2,500 right now. Um, and I've never, I've never been, I think I started my prep on that, I think, from my memory. So it feels really strange. It feels, I think the biggest challenges have definitely been losing that, those reference points of, am I too soft or am I too lean? That's like a new kind of like dilemma to have, but in a different sort of framework. But also, it's been very strange to do this prep after doing the bodybuilding styles where, you know, you have to, you have to, like, I guess, embrace the suck. And it's like doing more. You've got to do more. We've got to do more. Whereas what I'm having to do is do less. And that feels very strange because it's like when I think about it sometimes, I'm like, well, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough? But that's just because of where I've come from and what I've had to do. So I'm hoping we'll be able to. Oh, dog, just chill, man. So I'm looking at one of my friend's dogs and he's just like pacing. Oh, he's gone downstairs. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been such an interesting prep, if you'd even call it that. But what it has done has really pushed me so much outside my comfort zone, but in such an amazing way. And I'm so grateful and so happy that I've gotten to this point where I feel like I can mentally push myself to that next level to go from one side of the industry to another and have these experiences. And I always say this, where 
I do feel like part of my journey is almost trialing this stuff and being a bit of a guinea pig to hopefully help some of you listen to this get some insight of your own because it's still quite a relatively new industry when you think about it and when I think about the things that I've done over the years it's I say it's still so new and there's still so many lessons to be had I'm hoping that someone listening to this will be following along going do you know what I'm gonna give that a crack and I think what it might show people is how you can really use the whole of the spectrum of this industry to your advantage. So say, for example, you do a bodybuilding style show. The levels of condition are a certain, certain point, yeah? What if, I'm just putting it out there, what if you could use more of the industry, choose your shows more selectively, to reverse, and when I say reverse, I don't mean slowly increase food either. It's more going to maintenance or slight surplus and kind of going from there. But using, instead of stopping your season so short, because a lot of people don't realize when they are maybe four weeks post-show or six weeks post-show, they might not actually realize that they could bring that physique to certain shows and probably do really, really well and also push themselves and challenge themselves to go on stage with completely different condition looks, completely different looks as well. And really show, you know, kind of test the waters and see where where does your physique stand and what do you like and what don't you like? You know, to go into Mammy Pro, at this point, I thought Mammy Pro was just going to be the last show. But to do Mammy Pro where I did... I didn't actually peak for it. We just were still gaining weights. I actually have, I think I trained the Saturday daytime and then did the show on Sunday. You know, and I just didn't give a shit. I thought, you know what? I've never done this before. That's kind of what my ick is a lot, you know, not if I don't know if it's the right word, but I just love going, yeah, I've not tried that. It's like, for me, it's like ticking certain things. I'm like, have I tried doing this? No. Okay, let's give it a go. And even though, don't get me wrong, it's still a mental, it's still difficult for me. I do like knowing that I am doing something new and different and I'm probably going to learn something from it, even if I fall flat on my face. <laughs> um, and yeah, going into next week, I'll be honest as well. I can always say that. I'll be honest. But I, I have no idea, guys. I have no idea if I'm going to be too lean, I don't know if I'm going to be too soft. I don't know. I don't know if I'm in between categories. It's it's just completely the unknown for me. And I have been I have been a bit of L flapper. Um, and as I said, look, I've been doing so well this whole season. I've not like had a meltdown. Whereas like I got to last week, my PMS, oh my god, was through the roof. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I was like, I'm to- I've lost plot. I was like, I've totally lost the plot. I don't know what I'm doing. Once the PMS left, I did some posing this morning. I thought, Josh, you've been a twat. <laughs> you've been a twat. And I generally looked at myself in the mirror and I thought, yeah, this is a cool look. I have no idea how it's going to go down, but it's something that I've never brought to the stage before. I don't hear for it. I think I've been more nervous about this show because it's one that I have always wanted to do. And I did start to get nervous being like, oh, 
think when and this is the this is why I do the secret prep because I do I do get the uh, when everyone's like you're gonna smash it I'm like I don't know I don't know I'm gonna smash it you're not mistake Meg I have found the mental side of this really really difficult in quite a few ways but now I feel like the dust has settled and one of the dogs is coming back up the stairs again hey good luck um I feel like I've just got to go for it and have fun and the fact that I get to do this in New York is insane I get to pick up my bikini next week. I'm doing a photo shoot with Laura Sky. I'm getting the biggest glow up. Like, there's so many things to look forward to. And actually, it's going to be the first show that me and Joe have done together, just me and him, in such a long time. So that's super exciting. And, Jem, who knows what's going to happen? But they are the rambles of me being one week out and having a dog that just won't chill. <laughs> I can't thank everyone enough for all the kind words over the years and even like recently who knows man who really knows like i actually turned around to joe this uh today when i did the check-in and i said like, you know what if it doesn't go my way it's fine and people say that but i generally sat down and thought this is fine like even if it's not what the judges want i know that by me just going for this show shows to me that I've progressed so much within myself. And I know that I'm happy with what I've brought. And you just got to roll the dice and just see what happens. So so some of you might be in a position where you really want to go for something, but you might be a bit nervous. You might be scared. It might really push you outside your comfort zone. But my question to you is, how long are you going to keep making excuses before you go for it? You've got to trust the timing. I do agree with that. But you can't put it off forever. And you've also got to have the right people around you as well. I think that's a really, really important one. Because I think sometimes you have, whether it be coaches or peers or anything like that, that might be doing something completely different to what you want to do. But you've got to follow your own path, whatever that is. And I think having the right support system around you is very, very important for that. But also don't be afraid to do to go alone and do what you want to do because it is, it is your journey at the end of the day. So, yeah, I'm going to leave it here. But dream big, guys and girls. And just bloody go for it. Roll the dice. The difference being is I'm not trying to suppress anything anymore. And I think I've done in the past where I've tried to just kind of ignore an emotion. And actually that doesn't help you. <laughs> That's what I found anyway. Is letting the emotion be there. And it's just a sign that you're doing something which is totally outside your comfort zone. And that is a good thing. And it's trying to reframe the nervousness all the emotions, you know, feeling all up and down, like it's embracing them and letting them be there. And it's also showing you something very, very good. And the way that I have felt over the past few weeks, the both the good and the bad, definitely confirms that I am exactly where I need to be. And that's all I can ask for. So I will see you guys in the next episode. And yeah, thank you all as always, because... If it wasn't for you guys, I don't think I would have had the guts this year. 
and you girls that are listening, you will know exactly who I'm referring to. Lots of love, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.